Good morning, everybody. It's Ryder Carlton Holden. Um, I wish you guys a wonderful good morning. It's been quite a while since we've talked. Uh, I've been taking a break uh, from podcasting, but I have come up with a new topic that I felt uh, obliged to tackle this morning. Uh, in fact, I did the research on yesterday um, and I will be tackling can men and women single and married be platonic? Can they just be friends in simple English? Well, um, I'll just start with my own writing. Again, being a writer, uh, many times I will deal with relationships in my books. Um, and for example, my book, my newest, one of my newest books, Genosi de Rwanda, I have married couples and a widower uh, who are friends. And so that works out quite well. And then also in my book, Stand Up on a Leash, uh, my main character, Wilder Frank's lawyer, ends up becoming his wife. At the same time, he ends up cheating on his wife with his ex. Um, why that happens, you'll see later on in this podcast. And also in my book, When Leaves Cry, uh, exes Motusi and Lerato, uh, while they're working on uh, in, in investigating a case, they end up rekindling their relationship when um, working that sex trafficking case uh, causes them to cross the line back into their old relationship. The three articles that I used for my research are, can men really be just friends with women? Can men be friends with women? We questioned, well, this article is by Janae Luciani. And this, this came out on September 14th, 2020 on shape.com. Then also I have an article, Can Men and Women Just Be Friends? by Brett and Kate McKay uh, from 2015 from artofmanliness.com. And the last article that I utilized is The Men Who Have Mostly Female Friends by Lauren Larson uh, from GQ, GQ Magazine, which came out in May 9th, 2019. So, uh, again, our main question, can men and women be platonic? Again, in plain English, can they be just friends? Well, from what I discovered, it's kind of complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. Uh, and I will say, yes, uh, that it can be. But if, first of all, you have boundaries in place. Uh, so if you have an open discussion and make it very clear that ABC, we will do this, but we won't do that. Um, you know, it, it has to be communication, uh, that will exist. So set boundaries, uh, on how your friendship is going to look and how it's going to work for both parties. Having that discussion is going to be very important. And also I found in my research that when a woman is in charge of the relationship, that friendship rather, um, it can work because then the woman is going to, uh, most times because more men than women, oftentimes from what the science says or from the, um, this one article that I, uh, looked at more men than the women will want to have, um, something more, uh, than, a friendship. And that was from the uh, Brett and Kate McKay article on artofmanliness.com, which I tend to agree with. 
Uh, I know in my past experiences, um, I I think a lot of women that I've been quote unquote friends with have been attractive as well. And it may have even started out as me having an interest in them in a rom- on a romantic level. So I have to be completely honest about that. Uh, and so I do tend to agree with the science on that article. Um, Can men and women just be friends by Brett and Kate McKay. Um, Now, on the opposite side of that, um, no, before I go on, just talking about my friendships with women and this whole point of them keeping, uh, staying in charge of that friendship. Uh, I know the female friends that I have, who I know have boyfriends, um, you don't tend to hear from them a whole lot. And I, I can understand that. Because, um, you know, again, me being a man and them being attractive, you just never know where that could go. Uh, And so once if a woman makes herself less available, uh, that can be for the best. Uh, And it it will set the stage and the the temperature uh, for your relationship with that woman. And as for me as a man, when I see that I'm not hearing from a woman who is my friend, quote unquote, uh, that teaches me how I need to proceed. And I completely understand that. And especially more uh, based on my own relationships, uh, my my romantic relationships. And I ask myself, well, would I want uh, my girlfriend to be talking to another guy who's her supposed friend, you know, spending excessive amounts of time with them? Well, I know the question to that. In fact, you know, past relationship, I had a serious issue with that. I ended up accepting it and settling, uh, but at the same time, uh, knowing that my ex was still friends with her ex or exes, I, I did have an issue with that, and I was a bit paranoid about that. But you know, I learned to accept it, uh, and sim- for the simple fact that I knew that those guys were around, she knew them before she knew me, and so in cases like that. I think it can be easier to accept uh, versus you having a girlfriend or or a wife or husband, and then they strike up these friendships uh, with the opposite sex. That can probably be uh, more alarming than having friendships with friendships with somebody who who was all, who were already in the picture. Um, now, from um, this GQ GQ article that I mentioned on the opposite side now. Uh, this uh, professor, his name is Jeffrey Greif, uh, professor at the University of Maryland School of Social Work. Uh, in, his, in his book, Buddy System, um, he found that 65%, so fewer women reported having guy friends and 75% of men reported having female friends. So it's the a little bit uh, opposite or the flip side of what the McKay article was saying. So, um, you know, these articles came out at different times. The McKay article uh, came out uh, later. We're talking about uh, some, what, uh, I think around 12 years later. So, you know, we're talking about a big time difference here, right? So, um, but at the same time, It's, it's like this, you know, uh, it's going to depend on the 
male or female uh, who is involved, who's seeking these friendships. Uh, going to my next point, um, are you communicating? Uh, like I said earlier, are you discussing the lack of mutual attraction? So maturity has to exist if these friendships are going to uh, last and survive. And I want to quote the Luciani article uh, from um, the uh, shape from shape.com. And I, I really like this quote that one lady said, which was so true. She said, quote, typically the reasons they are friends is because one of them doesn't want more. End of quote. Typically, the reasons they are friends is because one of them doesn't want more. How true is that? And, uh, you know, I have, again, I have a friend right now, attractive girl, uh, and I expressed an interest in her. And we are friends. In fact, I found out that she had a boyfriend. That's why that was one reason why um, she kept it as friends. And I understood that. Um, and I've had some who just weren't ready for that. You know, they didn't uh, they didn't see me like that. And again, I had I have two choices here. I can either go along with being friend zoned or walk away. And I've heard advice that tells you it's best to walk away because when you have lopsided feelings uh, that will likely remain, um, you know, that that can get in the way of a healthy friendship, a healthy relationship. So yes, the friendship can work, but you got to communicate and you got to understand those boundaries and accept where that man or woman stands. Because again, I've had, I've had women, um, come on strong to me and I've made it clear that, you know, I, I didn't want that with them. You know, we could stay professional or whatever our relationship was, but I just didn't see them in that way. I know my type of woman that I'm attracted to. And so, it can, again, it can go both ways. So, um, but communication and respect are going to be quite necessary in order for those uh, friendships between the sexes, between the opposite sexes to uh, prosper. Now, it's also going to benefit, and I, I appreciated this, uh, that I read in more than one of the articles that I did my research in, if you appreciate the benefits of having these cross-sex relationships. So in other words, uh, what I noticed in more than one article is that you can gain insight from the other sex that you can't get from the same sex, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, I have learned how women think by spending time with women, uh, friends who are women, uh, you know, uh, also, and I, that takes me takes me to my next point. Uh, having a background that involves relationships with the opposite sex, such as having sisters or, or having brothers, if you're a woman, I grew up with four sisters and one brother, and so that has helped me living in a house full of women, living around my aunts, my grand my grandmother, my uh, you know all these women, my female cousins, spending time with them, even. Uh, in my adulthood at this point, it teaches me how women think and feel. So I see it as, again, having a female friend can be a valuable thing. You know, and it's, you know, something else I realized. Listen, 
And this is more so for my guys. And I, it's easier for me to say this. But just because you can't uh, be with a woman in a romantic way or have more uh, from her than a friendship, that doesn't mean that you can't benefit from having her or that you should just throw her away. Because a woman is much, much more than her body, her looks. You know, I mean, that's something that I had to realize, too. And it's, it's, it's still a lesson that I have to remember uh, each day that I deal with women. You can find a very attractive woman, but you got to always understand that she's more than what you see. She has needs. She has goals. Uh, she's a human being. You know, she's not a piece of meat. Uh, just to be uh, utilized for uh, my selfish pleasures as a man. And so that's the lesson that we men have to understand as well. Um, And women as well. You know, we're not sex objects, neither one of us. And so appreciate uh, the insight we can gain by spending time with people of the opposite sex. So these friendships with the opposite sex have some huge benefits that can prepare you for a romance later on in your life. And, uh, you know, it, so that that's the lesson that I've learned. You know, uh, appreciate them as being more than a sex object. And I also am a believer in sex after a marriage. So uh, I will put that out there. And so... You know, I shouldn't be having sex with her anyway if I don't have a ring on her head. And so uh, a, mar- a marriage ring, a wedding ring. So uh, but just appreciating the benefits of a cross sex relationship can be a wonderful uh, foundation uh, for having a male or female friend. So uh, and also, you know, at the same time, just because you're friends now doesn't mean it'll stay that way. Because I read again in my research that uh, these friendships can lead to romances. In fact, solid relationships, solid romances. Because how many times have we heard that if a relationship is built on a solid friendship, uh, that you have a wonderful foundation for something? You know, how many times have we heard that? You know, you're a boyfriend or a girlfriend, girlfriend or husband or wife. They're your best friends and they should be. They absolutely should be. Um, I mean, that, that goes without saying. So if a woman or a man wants to be friends with you, uh, again, you have two choices. You can walk away, in particular, if you feel you can't handle the situation, if you just cannot get over your feelings Yes, it would be wise for you to walk away, okay, and just cut things off. Be cordial if you see them, but otherwise, leave it at that. Speak, maybe a little bit of small talk, and keep it moving. But if you really respect that person, uh, you've been friends for quite a while, uh, and it comes out that you you have feelings for them, I don't. I think it would be a good idea to stick around again because it shows your maturity. And also, it could lead to something more down the line. It could. It really could. It's, it's happened before. It's happened before. And so I, I wouldn't just throw that man or a woman away. 
uh, if they don't feel that way about you at the time, uh, because it could change for the better and that you guys could end up getting married and having a wonderful uh, life together. But it's always your call. I never want to sit here and dictate for anyone. I would never do that. Uh, That would be the stupidest thing that I could ever do because it could come back to uh, bite me. So it's always your call. And I'm sure you know that. Uh, Another point, you know, for the argument of keeping these uh, friendships with the opposite sex, you know, and I, I again, I got this from the article in the GQ magazine uh, by uh, Lauren Larson uh, and the uh, professor I mentioned earlier, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Greif, uh, mentioned that circumstances can create equality and camaraderie uh, between the sexes. Uh, so, in other words, he talked about having these co-ed uh, uh, colleges, uh, friendships, work friendships, uh, because you work together, you respect one another for the work that you do. Um, and also he mentioned strong, uh, sexual harassment policies nowadays, all these things, all these circumstances, uh, and this type of climate will create an equality and a camaraderie between the sexes, uh, that will allow for a natural, uh, friendship to, uh, to develop, you know, and, um, that's a, that can be a good thing. You know, uh, you just respect that woman or that man for the work that they do. They're wonderful, wonderful, wonderful at what they do. They're professionals. Uh, you all are a team. You know, you see where I'm going with this? Well, you have that type of bond. You know, human relationships are, are extremely complex. And if you are mature enough, you can appreciate that complexity and always look beyond a sexual romantic type of thing. It doesn't always have to be that way. Sometimes you can just treat that woman or man like your brother or sister and leave it at that and appreciate that and love that. Love them for them. It's not always, a. it's, it's, it's more than, uh, again, having that romantic and, uh, you know, uh, sexual relationship with them. You know, life is life and relationships with the opposite sex are are they supersede uh, the sexual and romantic um, connection. Uh, Sometimes let's just appreciate and love a person because of the the bond and respect that you have for them, Uh, the circumstances that you all share. Um, And so those are the arguments for the friendships, you know, having those boundaries, letting the woman stay in charge of it. If, you know, if, if need be communicating, having that open communication, appreciating the benefits of a cross-sex relationship, such as gaining insight from the opposite sex, um, you know, coming from a background that, that already uh, has prepared you for relationships with the opposite sex and also having these circumstances that, almost force you to see a man or a woman as a uh, valued friend. Now, on the other hand, I didn't say outright no, but I would say caution is advised if the following things 
are in place when it when it comes to having a friendship with somebody of the opposite sex. And I think this is a, a given. If somebody is married or attached, uh, in other words, of course, if they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, a serious boy, boyfriend or girlfriend, um, even I've, I've read if they're single, if the woman in particular is single, um, such as was mentioned in one of the articles that I, I, I quoted uh, earlier, uh, well, it may be best that you proceed with caution with a friendship with somebody who's married or in a relationship. Uh, in particular, uh, uh, well, unless, unless the the married person, the couple itself, are both friends with you. Okay, so it's not a situation where you would have, uh, let's say, a male friend of the the wife. You know, just spending all this time with with the wife without the man around. <laughs> Bad idea, right? Uh, or vice versa. You know, if you got the husband spending time, you know, with one of his female friends, you know, out for drinks or a meal, uh, probably probably an awful idea. It would be best, more than likely, to have that couple spend time with that friend, uh, and uh, you know, that would be uh, the best bet. You know, and in fact, I was watching on uh, Facebook the other day. A young lady was covering this on one of her Facebook Facebook lives. And that was a point that she brought out. And I, I fully agree with that. Uh, you know, in some cases you may, you know, who knows, you might end up in a situation where you just happen to see that other person uh, who is married. And, you know, it's, those are things you, you can't necessarily control, but you can control it in the sense that you might want to limit that time with them. Speak again and keep it moving uh, because this is where the danger will come in. Okay, uh, let's say you have problems, problems in your relationship, right? And then you decide to confide in your opposite sex friend and you're married or in a serious relationship with someone or any relationship, another romantic, uh, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend situation. Well, that opens the door to infidelity. I mean, because it's a natural thing. If I can vent to another a friend about my girlfriend, which I would, I, I, I doubt I would ever do uh, under any circumstances, um, you know, if I were involved with someone, I'm single at the time. Uh, but if I were involved with someone, I, I, I am adamant about keeping my relationship issues private. I'm adamant about that. You know, I would never want to make my uh, girlfriend uh, look bad or I would never want her to make me look bad. You know, so um, but if you decide to uh, lay your head on the shoulder of the opposite sex, well, one thing could certainly escalate to that next thing. Right. And then before you know it, you've cheated. And then that sets all types of wheels in motion uh, that that you know on, we can only imagine and 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 shudder at right because then you you got you've crossed the line you've crossed the line and done something 
uh, so awful and horrendous, so damaging. And let's not even talk about if children are involved, right? You can end up in divorce court because you allowed a friendship that you utilized to vent about a marriage or relationship and then you turn up cheating. So caution is advised, not only just from the beginning having a friendship with somebody if you're married or otherwise otherwise attached, but just, again, venting and sharing your private matters with your uh, guy friends or your female friends. You know, if, guy friends if you're a woman or uh, your female friends if you're a man. Um, you know, because it, it, it can... It can end up, you can end up just divorced, uh, separated or broken up. And a lot of hurt feelings were going to go around. And who knows, violence might even happen or even worse. Uh, I heard a situation where, um, and I don't know how this couple met or how they ended up cheating, but uh, I heard a story, guys, of where um, this, um, and it, it reminds me of something that I would probably write in one of my books, uh, this man, he pretended that he was going out of town. His wife dropped him off at the airport, right? She goes back and she ends up hooking up with her, her, uh, you know, her toy or boy toy, right? The husband double backs around to the house, right? Or a hotel. He ends up finding her with another man. And from what I recall, he either killed the man or both of them, right? And so infidelity can have all kinds of repercussions, even deadly ones, if we're not careful. So we got to be careful with those quote unquote friendships if we're married, because again, situations like that could occur. So we got to be careful Sometimes we think we're strong, but again, when the chips fall, uh, when life starts to get to us, we can weaken and end up doing something that we, we regret. Um, and it's no, it's no turning back. It's no turning back. So we have to be uh, careful and proceed uh, with due caution uh, when it comes to these friendships uh, with the opposite sex. Um, yeah. So in summary, guys, you know, I would say uh, proceed with caution, whether you are, you know, uh, if you're contemplating these friendships with somebody of the opposite sex, whether you're single or not, uh, because things that can be complex and it's going to be predicated upon your personality. Um, and yeah. All the personality personalities of those who are involved, because uh, you got to have self-control and respect uh, that will take you a long way uh, with these cross-sex friendships. Uh, self-control and respect, they are going to preserve your uh, romances that are in place, your relationships that are already in place, and it could create some new romances. Uh, but um, again, it's going to depend on you. Uh, can you handle also the pressure of uh you know, other people's perceptions, especially if you're just, you know, a guy who's hanging with girls or, uh, 
you know, so you're going to look like, you know, uh, somebody who just, you know, wants to sleep with women uh, and people going to think automatically something is going on. Are you going to be able to deal with any peer pressure um, as you get older and dealing with, uh, you know, just having a friend who's of the opposite sex? Uh, it reminds me of something again. This was brought in the brought out in the McKay article. You know, as you're younger, it's easier to be loose and free and have friends. But as you get older, you see others getting married and being more serious about relationships. Uh, it can be more difficult to just be in a friendship. So we got to think about a whole lot of different variables when it comes to these friendships. It can work or it may not work, depending on you as an individual. That's all for the podcast I want today, guys. I thank you for listening as always. Uh, I do have two new releases that are out. Uh, as I said the last time, I put out Genosa de Rwanda, my book on the Rwandan genocide uh, that happened in, back in 1994. The 27-year uh, memorial of that genocide uh, was last month uh, in, in April. Uh, and uh, so that book is out. And I also put out a new collection Holding a Collection 2. Uh, it has uh, my book, uh, The Damascene Court, The Pumper, and Junosa de Rwanda. Those three novellas in one. And that is available uh, on Amazon. I have uh, six audiobooks that are in the works. Uh, hopefully that those will be out this year. Uh, and uh, I am auditioning for anybody out there who is a voiceover artist uh, for Junosa de Rwanda and some other books that you can um, check acx.com for. Uh, if you ha don't have a profile set up, you can easily set up a profile to become a voiceover artist and audition or, uh, for uh, those audiobooks that you will find under me, uh, Carlton Holden. My books are also available on Amazon. You can also find me at writercarltonholden.com for uh, a link to my Amazon page and also to more content like my blog, and just general information about me. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, my books are available around the world. Um, orders at Amazon nearest you. And thank you for supporting me, purchasing my books, and listening to my podcast. You guys have a wonderful rest of the weekend. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye.